They say you should never judge a book by its cover. Well, you also shouldn't judge someone until you know their story. So my wicked awesome sisters and I are coming together to tell ours. Sharing our story isn't an excuse. It's an explanation. And now, Wicked Awesome Sisters Podcast. Last week on Wicked Awesome Sisters. And I loved the movies. I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be a singer. So where did I go to to get inspiration? The TV, the movies, all that. And what do you see? Picture perfect, beautiful women that I didn't look like. And so it made me feel really, really bad about myself. Why are you laughing? This is true. I I have some serious. I'm sorry. I don't want to tell you why I'm laughing. But Why are you laughing? Yeah. And now the continuation of our story. Echo changed her Instagram bio to fuck autumn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. I'm sorry. Continue. I was not by any means laughing at your the situation that you were talking about or anything because that is a serious situation. So I, that's why I wanted to let you know it was not. Well, I'm just going to tell you, bitches, Autumn and Echo. Echo, who's like, I could maybe only do an hour. If you want to get the fuck out of here, you better focus and stop putting shit in the chat. I'm leaving at 12, y'all. Anyway, yeah, I think body image issues are a huge deal. And I struggled with a lot of them when I was younger because I did not look like anyone on TV. I did not look like anyone in the movies. And all I wanted to do was be an actress, right? That's what I wanted. And I went through the training and I went, I was in plays. I had acting coaches that had a very nice reputation in Broadway and all that. Yet I never was pretty enough and I was never skinny enough. And, and I'm kind of like going all over the place with this, but I remember I had an acting coach and they really, they worked in Broadway and they had connections in the TV industry. And there was this whole thing where they really liked my talent, but they said, okay, she just needs to lose 10 pounds. This is me at like 14 years old, right? Lose 10 pounds. Okay. So I mean, I was on a strict diet. I was swimming every single day after school, working out on like the treadmill, the Nordic track. I lost the 10 pounds and then they'd go, okay, that's great. She just needs to lose 10 more. And this happened over and over again. I was never thin enough. I was never pretty enough. And it sucks that that's how our society was. Let me jump in on this right now. I was like, let me unmute myself. Autumn was the pretty sister. Okay. Autumn, shut uh-huh. And everyone coddled Autumn and said, oh, little Julia oh, Roberts. So beautiful. She's so what do you beautiful. mean was the pretty sister? I still <laughs> am, bitch. No, I am. I have I body image issues you. now because I went from a size double zero to a size 14 overnight. Well, not overnight, but in a really quick time period. And obviously you go from a like a teenager's body into a, like a woman's body and it's like a world of difference like you never picture yourself like this and then like when you look like it you're like who am I but I mean that's the only really body image issues I had my nose was a little more like like a who knows I got made fun of a lot in school they used to call me Penelope I don't know if you guys have seen the movie like the little pig girl but they used to call me Penelope and I remember like crying because everybody thought I was so ugly and then like when I was in middle school I had really bad acne I didn't feel very pretty and I had really small boobs and like when you look at the tv everybody all the girls on tv have huge boobs and here I am barely fitting into an a cup now they do 
But when I was growing up, they didn't. When I was growing up, everyone was flat and thin as a board. And that was something that I was never going to be. Now they've got curves. I, I want to, I, I, I hate to say it, but thanks to the Kardashians, curves are in, but I guess Actually, not anymore. I guess they got their BBLs taken out or something. So now they're not in, I don't know. I, yeah. I can't keep up. But now like I'm older and I'm like, damn, my boobs are still still too small. I want them bigger. I told Adam the other night when he bought his car, I was like, you know what? Since he bought that, I think I'm going to go ahead and get a breast augmentation to make them bigger. And he's like, what size are you thinking? And I was like, maybe an E. Absolutely not. What the hell? You are not getting E boobs. Please don't. You're beautiful the way you are. I think all of you are. I thought you were waiting for somebody to turn around and say, and you are beautiful too, Ashley. No, I don't need you bitches to tell me. I already know I am. Because you know what? I finally, it took me, I want to say 37, but really I've been feeling like this for a while. So like 33 years to finally feel comfortable in my own skin. Are there still things that I want to improve upon? Absolutely. But I know, and I have accepted that I will never be a size zero ever. It's never going to happen. I mean, maybe if I starved myself, maybe I'd be like a size two, but it would never be a size zero. And that wouldn't be healthy. And I like to enjoy life. I like to go out. I like to try new cocktails and try new foods. And I like to, you know, relax on the beach with a pina colada. So Because you're a flight attendant, so you get to go try all these places. Yes. But no, I mean, I like, are there things that I could improve upon that are healthy? Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit around and obsess over my body image when in reality, who am I trying to impress? I'm not going to be an actress. So, I mean, it's not like I need to fit into a costume to be on stage. So, I mean, what does it matter? As long as I'm happy with myself and I love myself, that's all that matters. So, yeah. Ashley, you are very pretty. You look like uh, a Barbie doll. I honestly don't think I look like her at all. You know what, Ashley? Let me think what I want to think. Jesus Christ. Let me, I give you a compliment and here you are. Take it back now, bitch. <laughs> Take it back. Take it Do back you- now. One hop this time. <laughs> Do you guys, did you guys ever have any issues? I know Autumn said that she did and we're all like, yeah, okay. Um, Autumn was the pretty sister. I was the uh, fat pimple face bitch. You were never um, fat, Echo, ever. Echo used to wear a size six in jeans, maybe a five. I don't know. Or a not four. Like a huge, okay, a four. So not a huge size at all. Like that's a really small size. I wish I fit into that size now. And my rule would be like, when I was your age, I wore a size double zero after I had 200 kids and you're a fat little pig. And she was so mean to go. Yeah, she was, um, she was a character. And like, I had a big fat Polish nose, like my dad and um, huge pores. And I had thick hair and never, ever, ever, ever cute growing up. And Echo was so cute, especially as a baby. I think Echo's beautiful. And I think she was a really cute baby. She was just like this, like her eyes, her eyes were just like these big long lashes and these big brown eyes. Echo's so pretty now. I think Echo is, you know... Almost top for the pretty sister. I will always be on the top. But it doesn't matter. I'm not talking about me right now. When will you bitches learn that I am the pretty sister and you guys are just merely lookalikes of me a little bit? They look nothing like you, Amber. They look nothing like you. (laughs) Bree is the pretty sister, 100%. Like, for sure. The prettiest, like, best complexion, best eyelashes, best... She also has a different dad who's a little more exotic. 
So she has that exotic foreign look, but if you, this is the thing, I think it's all subjective because no, without a doubt, Brie is the prettiest. I think you all are beautiful. And here's the deal. So in America, we look at people that look like Brie and go, wow, she's so exotic looking. She's so beautiful because she looks like she comes from a different country. Okay. When I go over to these foreign countries, people are looking at me like I am like the most beautiful thing they've ever seen. When in reality, in America, I'm like just some chunky white chick. Like it's just, it's all subjective. It's all based on what you know and what you're exposed to. Because look at us now. We're looking at each other going, you're the pretty sister or she's the pretty sister. We're all beautiful. No, I'm not saying any of you guys are the pretty sister. I'm saying I'm the pretty sister. (laughs) I'm saying the same exact thing. And I think that I need to travel more so people can tell me I'm pretty more. You already tell yourself you're pretty. So why do you need someone else to tell you you're pretty? I think that's the trauma that Autumn walked away from like body issues is she was just so beautiful that like people told her she was beautiful all the time that she needs to constantly hear how beautiful she is. Adam just told me I was pretty like two seconds ago, but I would like to hear it probably every two seconds if possible. Why does it matter that people, but you're not. I think, I think a lot of it. I think I have some type of validation issues. Like I don't think, like I did not think I was pretty growing up because I was bullied a lot. And I think maybe I have some type of validation issues. I was face bullied by. At school, I was bullied all the time, Echo. Autumn, you and I had like a completely different, like you were popular, you were pretty, like Myra thought you were beautiful. I'm just wondering who you were bullied by. Me? Echo. I think because we're three years apart, you obviously don't know like about what I went through in school, but I was bullied. I wasn't the pretty one. Also, because we were poor, that did not help either. I smelled like smoke all the time and I had to wear like clothes that weren't washed all the time. Like I was bullied a lot as a kid. I think that's something that's really wrong with our world is the bullying as children, because that's obviously something learned. Like I try to teach my girls, hey, you don't have to be friends with everyone, but you have to be nice to everyone. We don't bully. We don't put down. We don't talk bad about people. If we don't like somebody, that's fine. We don't have to like them, but we still have to be nice to them. These kids these days, and even when I was younger, I mean, they're just so freaking mean. And where do you think they learn it? You know, your girls like us so much because we all bully each other and they think we're hysterical. They're not used to that kind of thing. But we, okay, we bully each other, but in a silly way. It's all good. In a loving way. I would never... I would never go, oh, you ugly bitch. Like, I would never say that because I think you're all beautiful. And if I did, you guys would just laugh. It wouldn't be sincere. But kids are mean. I remember when I was in seventh or eighth grade, I went to a private school, right? This is a Christian private school where people are supposed to be all like loving Jesus and God and all that and living the example. Okay, they're freaking mean in private school. I went to public school and they were a lot more accepting and a lot more welcoming. But I remember I was in the lunch line. Mind you, because it was a private school, this is what we had to choose from for lunch. We had like Chick-fil-A sandwiches, Reese's peanut butter cups, like just junk food, basically. So to eat healthy, you pretty much had to bring your own stuff. But I'm in the line to get food. Haven't put anything on my tray yet. And this boy says to me, Ashley, you better not get those Reese's peanut butter cups because if you do and you fall down, no one will be able to get you up because you're so fat. Okay, here's the major problem with that. First of all, what kid, like who says that to somebody? These are kids. Like I was 12, 13 years old. Second of all, 
I wasn't even fat. I was taller than all the boys because none of them had gone through puberty yet, but I was not even fat. Why is that okay? And why do parents teach their kids that? And what do kids have in their head where they think that that's cool? Why is breaking someone down cool and not building someone up? I wish I knew. I wish I had an answer to that. Um, I also, you know, my I have older kids. For a long time, Peanut got bullied when she was younger. And I always taught my kids, listen, like, same thing that Ashley said. You don't have to like everybody, but you have to treat everybody nicely. I told them, like, I won't stand for anybody bullying you, but I also won't stand for you bullying another person. But anyways, Peanut was bullied by the same girl for years, for years and years and years. She, her name was Carolina. You know, she was she would always come home crying, Mom, why does she treat me like that? And then the next day she would be her best friend. She wanted to be her friend. So she was like so happy that, you know, Carolina was going to let her sit with her at lunch. But then the next day she'd come home crying. Oh, she said this and called me fat. And it's hard watching your kids get bullied. And now, actually, I just had a talk with Peanut the other day. And she said something that was leaning towards her bullying somebody. And I put a stop to that right now, right there. I was like, do you remember how it felt, you know, when you were put down and talked to like, to like that? Like she's, she, she was telling me a story about this girl and she's like, yeah, well, then I told her your parents don't even love you. I said, why would you say that? I said, if her parents don't love her, don't you think that maybe instead of bullying her over that, you should be more open and accepting and show her love so that she doesn't feel that way? Like, why would you throw in somebody's face that their parents don't love them or like you went through your weight? Peanut said, oh, because it's funny. I said, that's not funny. What what about that is funny? I said, you have no idea what her home life is like. Like school might be an escape for her. I don't know. I wish I had an answer to that because I was not very happy to hear that she was starting down the bullying train too. I don't know. What you just said made me think of something. I don't know if you guys saw this on the news. Not too long ago, there was a young girl. I want to say she was like 14 and she was bullied really bad in school and she killed herself. Beautiful girl. I mean, you look at these pictures and she's absolutely beautiful, but she was bullied and it was incessant and it wouldn't stop. And so a 14-year-old thought that, okay, well, maybe it's better that I take my own life than to have to keep going through this. When are we going to learn as a world that we are here to build each other up and to love one another? What do we get from tearing one another down? Nothing. There's enough there's... of that. Like, there's so much hate in this world that drives me nuts. Like I remember back in elementary school, once again, okay, I'm 5'8". I pretty much stopped growing height-wise when I was in sixth grade. So, I mean, <laughs> I was a tall girl. Like maybe sixth, seventh grade, I stopped growing. I have big feet. I wear a size 11 shoe. Like I am big built. And I could probably stand to lose a couple pounds too. <laughs> just, just gonna throw that out there. But I remember in elementary school, I will always remember these fools. Oh, I hated this so much. And I hate the fact that they made me feel this way. And I hate the fact that I remember their full names. I don't even remember my ex-boyfriend's like middle names, but I remember these boys' full names. It was Tommy Langhauser and Daniel Clifton. I remember those two assholes. We were getting ready to go into our classroom. We were all talking about like past life regression or whatever. I don't know. We're kids. I don't know why the heck we were even talking about that. And Daniel Clifton looks at me and said, you know what? You were in a past life, Ashley. And I go, what? And I was so excited to hear, like, you know, you're going to include me in the conversation. And he goes, you were a whale. And my heart just sunk. So yeah, 
When you have people telling you from the time you're in elementary school on through middle school on through high school, then you want to be an actress, but you can't because you're too big or you're not pretty enough. It develops real body image issues. And I suffered from, I, I was taking diet pills in high school. I was starving myself. I was binging, but not purging like I tried to make myself throw up. I never really had a lot of success with that, but I was like binging and then I would go through strict starvation mode. And I lost a ton of weight, I think my junior year. But do you know how I lost it? I ate a six inch veggie sub with no meat, no cheese, no mayonnaise, no condiments, nothing, just veggies on a whole wheat, six inch bread from Subway. And I worked my ass off like in like the gym and then cheerleading. And guess what? I like almost passed out in cheerleading multiple times because I had not enough su substance in my body. It wasn't healthy. And so when we're basically being groomed as children to think that we're not good enough or not pretty enough, or we don't, you know, whatever, it definitely keeps going. And it's a hard battle. And even in my early 20s, late 20s, early 30s, I still struggled with the things that I went through and basically had in the back of my ear, which on a side note, those two little shitheads, Daniel and Tommy, when Eric died, I had this journal. I'm going to go back to Eric for a second. When I, ha I had this journal and I, I was, you know, 11 years old trying to like deal with the loss of my cousin who was like my brother. And I would write in this journal and I would like draw pictures. And like, I drew like a picture of a candle and said, your light will live on forever. Like, that's just how I dealt with it. I would write little letters to Eric. And it was how I, as an 11 year old was dealing with a very very uh, significant loss in my life. That little shit Tommy Langhauser took my journal, ripped out every page of it and plastered it all over the school walls. I was heartbroken. And guess what? The school didn't do jack shit. I was embarrassed. I was being made fun of. People were laughing at me in the hallways, like what you see in like the movies, like how it's like real dramatic, like, ha ha ha. And everyone's pointing and laughing. And I'm walking around the hallways, looking at the halls. And I see all these like art drawings and poems that I've written to my dead cousin and my deepest, darkest thoughts and some little shithead seventh grader, sixth grader, because it was sixth grade, plastered them all over the school. Try reeling from that. Kids are mean and I don't. I feel like they're just getting meaner. I don't know. They're just getting more bold and the sad the story isn't about me. But when I was in high school, for a they did like a senior prank every year. There was this girl I went to high school with and she was really, really sweet, actually. Um, but she was like promiscuous and she had sent nude photos to this boy. They printed them out. And for the senior prank, they threw them all over the school. Was there severe repercussions for that? Because no. if she was underage, that's considered distribution of child pornography. No, there was not severe repercussions. For the her, school didn't do anything? I think the kids got suspended. Wow. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I was at a house party and like something happened and like a distribution of like what happened to me at this party went around. Nothing happened from that either. Wow. Oh, I did not know that. People are mean. Like kids are really mean. Like also I remember post what? you on this site called Daltona Hose. Yeah. And you were 16. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't living there when that situation happened, but I remember hearing about it and I was so heartbroken for Autumn because nobody was doing anything about it. I was drugged in college. It's really weird. I, I don't know that I should say anything because my mom will probably freak the fuck out. But I was at a party and I it was a friend of mine's had invited me in like his apartment complex or whatever I had had one beer and all of a sudden like 
I don't remember anything. Like I have flashbacks. Like I'm not completely awake, but I have flashbacks of like being in a shower and of my friend carrying me. And it was really weird. And then I, it, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't even want to know. I, I know that's wrong to say that I don't even want to know what happened, but I, I have no idea. I had one beer and then the rest is blackout. And let me tell you, I can throw back some alcohol and I remember everything. So, but you know, it's a shame because like I said, it's learned whether it's learned from media or it's learned from our parents or other kids or whatever it's learned. Maybe that's why I think it's gotten worse over time because there is so much with social media and just these crazy beauty standards and like, just look at, look at how from, from years ago to now, the difference in contouring, I don't even know how to contour, but like it can completely change the shape of your face. So I think that definitely there's a lot of outside influences now that social media is such a big thing. Oh, for sure. And it scares me with my two stepdaughters, especially Krista. So she is a very thin girl. She's got a cute little figure, but she's thin. When I say cute little figure, I mean like she's got a little bit of curves, but she's still very tiny. And she is convinced herself that she is heavy and that she has to lose weight. She shows me pictures or I go through her phone and see these pictures of these people that she's comparing herself to. And they are airbrushed, photoshopped, filtered celebrities that do not look like that. No one's face is that smooth. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, and I, I showed her some of these TikTok videos where they literally will show you how these are the catfish filters, you know, where it will just like show what someone looks like, but then like show them what they, without makeup. I don't think she ever got it like in her head to where like that is reality. I think as she's getting older, she's starting to come to grips with that. But in her middle school days, it was really scary for me because I didn't want her to have to go through down the same path that I did with body and, and image issues that I had. Especially because she's a very beautiful young girl. You know, if you want to put a filter on, whatever, put a filter on. But don't say that this is what you woke up looking like. Don't say that this is what you naturally look like. Don't say you didn't have plastic surgery. I had my lips done and I had Botox and I would be the first one to tell people that I had it done when I had it done. I had Botox and it was the worst thing that I ever did. I will oh, never get I, I could I not lift. I could not move my eyebrows at all for weeks. I didn't even know you thing. had eyebrows. <laughs> this is when I used to draw them on. Autumn. Oh, let's not talk about those. I don't know if you guys are keeping up with the Selena, Hailey Bieber thing right now, but that is so sad and it kind of makes me think about this. They made fun of Selena Gomez because she's she looks real. Well, she also and has lupus and she's on a ton of like steroids and stuff like that, I think, because of her lupus, right? Yeah. And like they were making fun of her and stuff because like she's not like rail thin and... They're mean girls to her, and I don't like it. I love Selena Gomez. Coming from one of the people that's bullying her is Kylie Jenner, and I think Kylie Jenner is beautiful, but who is she to say anything about anybody when she has had so much work done? Look at, compare pictures of Kylie Jenner now to Kylie Jenner before all her plastic surgery, and that girl wouldn't even hold a, li a light to selena gomez okay here's no, what i have, have to say, say about all this shit because this is what pisses me off when you are in a position where people are looking at you and looking up to you and you are a role model when you have a public platform you have a responsibility to the people that are following you that look up to you that think of you as a role model 
to be a good one. When you are sitting there bullying somebody because they don't look like whatever you think that they should look like because you just want to be mean and you're teaching society that it's okay to be mean and hateful, you are using your platform for bad instead of good because you are spreading hate in this world. And hate spreads like the fucking coronavirus. It spreads fucking fast. And it is not cool with me. And I lose every ounce of respect for any celebrity that uses their public platform to belittle or diminish someone's sparkle. I agree 100%. I think that there, people are just fucking mean. And mean for no reason. But I do understand sometimes people are mean because like they have something going on in their own, their own lives where like something's difficult for them. So they take it out on other people. And I get that. But there is no reason to be mean. I'm nice to everybody. I mean, maybe this is out of pocket, but I wonder what Kylie Jenner is going through in her personal life that's so bad that she has to bring somebody else down. Like what her chef didn't salt her food right. You know, if you're going to tear somebody down, if they did something to you and you want to tear them down, then you can, you know, I think, you know, be like, you know what, check yourself. You're kind of a shitty person, whatever. But to tear somebody down on how they look is just like the most ridiculous, stupid, like blow that you could give somebody. If you really want to cut somebody, cut them with their personality flaws. I am sure though, Kylie Jenner is going through something herself. Like She's scrutinized for the way she looks all the time. Like people are not huge fans of the Kardashian. But that does not give you that does not give you the authority to tear down somebody else because you know you're feeling bad about yourself. I'm not justifying her actions at all. I think she's being a fucking mean girl, and that's so ten years ago. You guys, why are we giving these people attention? That's how we could cut them down. Not say anything mean, but just not say anything about them at all. The reason I'm talking about them is because I've got two teenage girls that love them, that follow them, that watch their videos. And so that's what they're looking at as a role model. So that's why I'm talking about it. I hate to like go back to the Drew Barrymore thing because I love her so much, but look at her. Like her talk show is all about love and happiness and inclusion. And like, let me get down on my knees and get to your level because we're going to talk to each other, not at each other. Like that to me is using your platform for positivity. So why do I care what these Kardashians or whatever are doing if they're bullying people because I've got two teenage girls that I want to grow up feeling comfortable in their own skin but also being kind and courteous to other people and and being good humans I agree I think that what they see monkey see monkey do kids repeat everything so they see Kylie Jenner Kendall Jenner Haley Bieber making fun of someone they're gonna be like you know they did it I guess it's okay or they think it's cool I mean, look at how malleable you are as a child. You you want to emulate these people. And it's it, it, just like with the filters, like if these celebrities are, you know, putting all this makeup on and using all these filters to really enhance it and then Photoshopping and then they're saying this is what beauty is, but that's not what they actually look like and not being somewhat transparent about it. You're giving children the false impression. I'm all for using a filter. I use lighting effects on my Instagram all the time. I contour my face with makeup. I actually have the beauty filter on this Zoom call right now. My wrinkles are very deep and I've got really big pores in my nose and I've got rosacea and I've got all these things. I don't look like this right now here. I don't even know if I can take the beauty filter off. You know what? I'm going to take the beauty filter off if I can. Video filter. None. Oh, wait. I don't have the beauty filter on. Never mind. I just look like this. (laughs) This bitch. I mean, I just look like this. No, I took it off. There it is. 
I took oh off. Oh my the- God. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Put it back on. <laughs> I look how ro- like my rosacea is really bad. It's something I'm very self-conscious of is my rosacea. Look at my double chin. This is not a filter. This is a real double chin. That's okay. I'm confident and comfortable in myself. If somebody were to come up to me and make fun of me for my double chin, I tell them I wish I had three. What would you use the third one for? Um, probably it depends on how low it was, but like maybe I could rest something on it or store some snacks in there. Oh yeah. That would, and (laughs) I would, I would learn tricks how to like shoot them out of my chins and catch them like popcorn. (laughs) I just want to say that I think all of you guys are very beautiful. And I think that beauty is very different. There is no one standard of beauty. And I think like, you know, everyone's saying like autumn was the pretty sister or Echo felt like she was not the pretty sister, whatever. I think the fact that I you guys feel like that, I was told repeatedly. All four of us look very different, but I think we all carry our own uniqueness and our own beauty. And our uniqueness is what makes us beautiful. This is not me getting on a soapbox, like trying to have like some weird like chicken soup for the soul talk. I'm just telling you guys, because I think it's, it's really easy to feel like you have to meet a standard or you don't fit that standard. Or when someone tells you and keeps telling you over and over again, your whole life that you're not pretty, or you aren't skinny enough, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not whatever. I mean, I get hit on all the time by like old men at work now. I've been, you know, I have marriage proposals like at least weekly. So I'm good now. Oh, so now Echo's confidence <laughs> is like a hundred. She's getting proposed. The, the, <laughs> no, the other day I, I was at the nail salon and the one doing my nails was like, God, your skin is so gorgeous. And I was like, stop right now. You do not mean that. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Keep going. I yeah. love it. Stop. Don't say anymore. Yes. Tell me more. Tell me more. Of course. I get hit on by older men all the time myself. Never men my age nor younger than me. But definitely like when they're like creeping up on the, you know, coffin. But that doesn't validate my beauty. Like I said, I finally felt comfortable in my own skin and felt beautiful when I saw myself as that way. I didn't need the validation from someone else. And my whole life I had been torn apart between my buck teeth and my crooked teeth and my rabbit teeth whatever amber calls yeah, them yeah remember remember yes. when we went and got our caricature drawn and you're like wait till they draw your big buck teeth and then they gave it and you had the big buck teeth yeah and I, that was probably one of my favorite memories of you because i was like this bitch <laughs> yeah so like between that and like my rosacea and like my weight and all that like i had that stuff drilled in my head my whole life and now i'm finally like you know what those are the things that make me different and i want to do things that promote me being healthier and having more longevity and more ability to like be more active. So, you know, if that means I have to lose a little bit of weight to where I can hike to the Hollywood sign without feeling like I'm going to puke, which I got to admit, like I was dry heaving quite a bit when I did that a couple of weeks ago. Did she mention she was a flight attendant? Anyway, my whole thing is, as I think if anyone's listening and you're going through like where you feel like you're not pretty enough, you're not good enough, you have body image issues. I think the first step is you just have to look at yourself and find yourself beautiful. You're not going to get that validation from anyone else. And you might, but you have to feel it in yourself and you have to find it within yourself. Use Autumn as an example because she looks at herself consistently and constantly. And that bitch thinks that she's the most gorgeous person on this planet. She literally has been looking at herself this entire time. She doesn't even know like that any of us are on the video call. (laughs) Autumn just tuned in. Go ahead and say that again, babe. Autumn looks at herself like that because she is. 
You guys can't call her beautiful. Don't call her beautiful. I'm the only one who can call Autumn beautiful. He just said that you guys are not implying that I'm the most beautiful girl in the world. So he will not take this slander. He thinks that I'm the most gorgeous woman in the world. You know what? I am glad that you are with someone who thinks you're the most beautiful person in this world. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Um, Is there anything else you guys want to say before we go? You guys are all beautiful. Um, Ashley, you're a -a BABM. Amber, you're also a -a BABM. Autumn, you're a triple BABM. You're so (laughs) annoying. All right. Well, I love you guys. We'll talk soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Wicked Awesome Sisters podcast and that it gave you a sneak peek into our Wicked Awesome Sisterhood. Next week, we'll pick up right where we left off. To stay in the loop and catch us when our next episode drops, you can subscribe to this channel. For our family tree diagram and more fun facts and photos, you can follow us on Instagram at Wicked Awesome Sisters. Till next time, stay wicked. Wicked awesome, that is.